We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. The Morning Shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is 8 o'clock this hour, brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. It is time for our wake-up call. We want to hear from you. You can call us at 404-726-0929. Tell us who you think needs that wake-up call in life, in sports. Maybe it's a, a rookie who you think needs to, you know, go in with a wide awake. Moisture is the enemy. And moisture is the enemy going into <laughs> <laughs> going into training camp. Yeah. Also, I did get a text from uh, a friend, Denzel, who said, my laugh is hilarious. So just wanted to go back to that because you guys said I sound like I was mumbling. And I just wanted yeah. to, you know, get that yeah. on the record. Well, Oren said it, but it it, it did Whatever. ring true. But, but thanks. to Appreciate Denzel listening. Look, yeah. y'all got a wake-up call because if not, the hotlines are Let's are, get right to pop, the calls. Popping. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm down to go to the calls. At some point, I do want to talk about Jordan Addison and oh, trying yeah. to rescue his dog at 3 a.m., quote-unquote. But uh, we'll get to the calls for now. Let's do the calls. We'll go to the line. Let's say good morning to Robert in Sandy Springs. Hello. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So my wake-up call is for, uh, I guess, the wives out there. Because, Mike, every morning you say something about, you know, kids or the wife or something like that. And I swear to you. I don't know if you feel this way, but when you get home and you're walking around and you're doing things for the kids and for the wife and everything like that, and then the moment you sit down, I feel like ladies have a GPS tracker on our butt. <laughs> as soon as your butt hits the couch or the edge of the bed or the chair outside, babe, babe, where you at? I need your help. <laughs> I was just in front of you. And also, back to Mike's point earlier, it's like watching somebody play a video game whenever your wife's trying to do something around the house that you technically should be doing, and she probably has already asked you to do it, um, and you she knows you don't want to do it, so she starts doing it. It's like watching somebody else play a video game you're really, really good at, yes, and you dude. just can't, and it's super cringy, and you're like, okay, fine, oh just give God. it to me. Robert, is, I just want to know, so Robert, since you are, um, I guess, spitting the truth, I just want to ask you, is this your real name, or, or are you calling under an alias? Because I hope it is an alias so that this does not get back. To your I was going to say, dude, Robert, Robert's going to get me in so my much trouble. still tucked away in bed right now, guys. <laughs> Stay safe out there, my friend. Yeah, look, Robert, Robert's going to get me in trouble, but I will say he is so spot on if you've ever been like if you've ever wanted to do something or like it's your turn next and you're watching the person in front of you go and you're like all right just do this just do that that's exactly what it does feel like when your wife takes over a project and um yeah dude i'm I'm not gonna go any further because you guys have already dug your own grave i was gonna say i was gonna say it's not gonna be good i'm not uh, when i get home but yeah i'm not married but this is true for even with people in a relationship that live with their significant others like it is so true that happened literally happens to me all the time i'm like just about to sit down, start something, and then it's like, can you do something? I was like, yo, I literally just, just sat yo, down. You know what like a millisecond. 
I, I'll think that, and I'm like, I don't have to do it because it's just me. <laughs> it's like, no, Roman, I'm not going to let you outside to pee. I'm a glorified door opener for my dog. That's what I am. He sunbathes, heats up, comes back in, cools off, and then asks to go back outside. That's I what love I do. It. I love uh, it. All right, good morning, Coolio in Midtown. What's up? Coolio, you Coolio, with us? Coolio, you there? All right, well, we'll move on. on the What's next funny one. is Coolio oh, probably gave an alias, and he was like, wait, I'm John. Oh, no, He's I said like, oh, Coolio. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, we're going to South Fulton. What do you mean Coolio's boy. not his real name? <laughs> <laughs> Our boy Chief is on the line. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, because Coolio, Coolio is just not cool. That's the problem. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> good morning, Nation. Good morning, Big Mike. What's up? Good morning, Miss CBS. Oh. Good morning. You know what, Tiffany, you have one of the you have a good laugh. You have a great laugh, actually. I love your laugh. Thank but you very much. Let's get, yeah, let's get to Mike's top five reasons about the training camp. And I'm laughing because when you know, Dylan asked him, he's like, you know, like, what are you laughing about? You know, basically, I'm laughing because Mike, when you get your list, I'm for some reason, I thought you were going to do like a Mike Bell list. And I was looking for something like, you know, don't go to the strip club, don't eat too many hot dogs, or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't play poker with the veterans, you know, something like that, you know. Yeah, not yeah, quite. That's not not quite my vibe, but yeah, uh, it's probably those are probably all good ideas. By the way, <laughs> instead, Mike was just trying to tell you ways to avoid the swamp butt. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always that. And by the way, Gold I cleaned Bond that is up. your friend. I cleaned that up. Gold Bond is your friend. You really did. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna keep it moving here on the line because now we have John. We know John out of Lagrange. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. I've got two real quick uh, wake-up calls. First is uh, for uh, Alex Anthropolis. Uh, I don't need Pierce Bronson coming out of the bullpen. I need a real reliever coming out of the a bullpen. And I, I have all the confidence in Alex, and, and he's he's not done. So just, uh, you know, hopefully that's not the, uh, the ads that we have uh, – now until August 1st. And then my second one is <clears throat> go, uh, this is a wake-up call to the masses. If you can't go to a Georgia, I'm not a Bulldog fan, but if, if you can't go to a Bulldog game or you can't go to, to a game at Tech, go to an FCS game. Those, those guys, you want to watch football. Those guys like great football. It's a great product. And just one just at the top of the hat, Number five in America, Furman is going to be at Kennesaw State yes. in late September. So go to the FCS game, and uh, you'll be in and you'll be out, believe it or not, for under $100. Yeah. See um, I'm going to co-sign on his FCS thing. That is that is some of the best advice. Kennesaw State plays such a fun brand of football, and you look around the South at the Furmans, the Wofford, some of the other schools – that is an incredibly good brand of football, and those are guys who are not doing it for the reasons that some of the D1 guys go for. They're doing it because they love football. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a beautiful thing to see. But I, I love I, getting to cover some FCS games. So Johns, good it's a good thing you're in LaGrange because I could hear Bo uh, rolling his eyes from he across was. the table. He was. So the, I looked at Bo immediately because I yeah. knew he was going to be mad. Well, the second thing. part of his call was absolutely phenomenal. and But the first part, I mean, we – have we learned nothing? How many people were pumped when we traded for Eddie Rosario, who was who had been injured all year that season? Uh, and ha- and by the way, 
did not come to didn't didn't show up for the brace for another like three weeks because he was in minors making rehab starts and everything else. Maybe you people love Chris Martin when we got him. He was a hell of a reliever we got from the Rangers, uh, and he was here for a couple years. Jorge Soler was hitting like 189 when he get when he when when they traded for him from the Royals. This is Johnson's a hard throwing pitcher who was thrust into a closer role because um, Daniel Bard started the season on the IL. He did not flourish as a closer, but this guy has the fourth or fifth highest strikeout rate per nine innings of any pitcher in Major League Baseball right now. 13.4 Ks per nine. So can we just chill out and let the guy make his moves? This is not the end. This is just the first of probably multiple moves. So just relax because it's not one player. It's how this, how all these players come together and how Snit's able to use these bullpen arms and having a hard-throwing righty out of the bullpen who has a high swing and miss rate is what you want in October in the bullpen coming out, all right? That's why Matzik worked. I mean, you know, Mentor is not a righty, but that's why Mentor works. When these guys are on, that's why it works. Okay. There you have there it. There you have it. He I was, don't even need so to chime back in. You know, got the hand gestures going. He's <laughs> I don't like Nothing personal, John. Great call, by the way. All right. Good morning to our boy Larry in the truck. What's up, Larry? Good morning. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bo. How y'all doing, fam? Good, man. We missed Good you yesterday. Man. Hey, uh, quick story. This wake-up call for my wife, and I ain't scared. <laughs> Frankly, Mike. Uh, I'm too old. But anyway, she calls me screaming from the kitchen one night because the cabinet had come out of the wall at the top. She's putting dishes away. And so I, I run out there. I hold the cabinet back in place. I, I said, go grab my tool bag and bring me three of the biggest nails you can find. And, and I nail that cabinet back to the wall at the top into the studs. So she's all grateful and everything. And two days later, she knocks the lamp over and it pokes a hole in the wall. And so she she says, oh, what are we going to do now? I said, we. I said, I didn't knock the lamp over. But, you know, I knew I could fix it. So I went down to Home Depot when she was at work this time. This is the trick. Do your work around the house when your wife's at work are gone. Because then she can't stand over you and critique you. I fixed it. She walked in, looked at it, and then walked past me and never said I got the dang word. I was like, and... I just say, you know, if somebody does something for you, at least say, hey, thank you, I appreciate that, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you, that way they will they don't mind doing it the next time. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if it's a way of calling out. But. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm probably getting myself in trouble. Uh, my wife doesn't ask me to do stuff like that. Like, the outside stuff, I, I, I tell myself to do it, right? Yeah. It's kind of like my thing. I take it on. She's never been like, oh, I, you need to pressure wash the driveway. But when the pandemic hit, I decided I was going to pressure wash the driveway. And they've got the tools that make it easier, but I didn't I didn't have one of those. They've got this big yeah, the cir- little the, the, yeah. the, the dish thing that uh, puts it away. Yeah, I didn't have that, so I was just spraying it regular. Yeah. And it took me on like it took me a whole day. Yeah, I, I very recently did this exact same thing. And when I got done, my hands are hurting and uh she said something to me, and I was like, I'm tired. I've just pressure washed the entire driveway. And she looked at me, and she's like, 
well, I didn't ask you to do that. Yeah, that was your decision. <laughs> and I, I was like, like my face oh. lit up. And, and by the way, nothing she said was wrong, and she and and I really didn't couldn't get mad at her because she was right, but it infuriated me. I was like, like the driveway's <laughs> not going to clean itself. Appreciate this work. It was craftsmanship on the <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, okay. We got Chris on the line out of Calhoun. What's up, Chris? Hey, um, been trying to make this wake up call for about a week. This is for Squid Billy. I know you're a you're a Florida fan and everything, but here lately I've been hearing a lot of advice, if you will, for for Georgia fans. Listen, we've got the best team, the best coach, and the best fans in all the land. And the last thing we need is advice on how to be a fan from a salty, stinking Florida Gator fan. Well, <laughs> That's all I've got. You, you do have the second best Boom, coaching in college football right now. But what you don't have is a lot of experience at actually winning championships. So I just figured I'd, you know, throw some advice out there. Well, Because I've been there. And by the way, if you think – that you can watch this Netflix documentary, The Swamp Kings, and just throw shade. You do realize <laughs> in 10 years, you might have your dog king one about Athens, Georgia, and all the speeding and stuff. So so when Whoa. you when you want to throw shade, Whoa. just remember, it always comes hey, back to focus. I know, because I did it at Free Shoes University, and I did it at those Miami fans people. enjoy their what? moment, Bo. Let, let them have their moment, dude. They're top of their kings of the <laughs> kings of the... No. Boom. They're at the top of the mountain. Let's Things just talk football. about the goo-goo dolls and be everyone be happy, right? <laughs> Stay with us on the show. We're giving away four tickets to go see the goo-goo dolls Sunday, July 30th at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. But you can call us when I, you know, put out the bat signal to let you know when to do that. You can be our caller number nine to try to win those tickets. Up next... We will get into some Braves moves ahead of their game against the Red Sox tonight. That is next year on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 929 The Game. We are back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Also live on the Audacity app. On the, I just had a, a friend, Denzel, I keep calling him out was trying to search to download the show um, to be able to stream it and I told him, you know, it's the Odyssey app or whatever and so he couldn't find it and he sends me a random image from, I don't even know what it was from. He's like, is this it? Yeah. And he said he had typed in Audacity instead of Odyssey and it's taking me out this morning. Jesus. So. All right. Denzel All needs right. to wake Come up. Come on again, Denzel. Denzel wake Come up. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening still. So, uh, yeah, back to the Braves. They have a two-game set coming off a day off. Um, they will play the Red Sox up in Boston tonight. And they made a couple of moves um, going into this game. 
uh, yesterday announcing that they've acquired Pierce Johnson from the Colorado Rockies in exchange for minor league pitchers, uh, two right-handers, Tanner Gordon and Victor Vodnik. And to make room for the 40-man roster, uh, they designated Lucas Lecky uh, for assignment. The Braves also announced yesterday they acquired left-hander Taylor Hearn from the Texas Rangers in exchange for cast considerations. And to make room on the 40-man roster, they designated right-hander Derek Rodriguez for assignment. A uh, lot to take in, right? I mean, you talk about making moves, and obviously um, there's Braves fans that are looking at this going, huh, who, what? This guy, this guy Pierce Johnson's got a, a six ERA. Um, but he is. He, he throws at Coors Field. He's got strikeout stuff, which it's it's – when you get in the playoffs, having strikeout stuff, the ability to put guys away without putting the ball in play, it is a massive deal. When you have or can throw out guys – from the left side or the right side, all right, that you can shorten the game. Uh, you know, that term's kind of become popular with pitch counts and everything else going on. When you can shorten the game and have a reliever in the seventh, a reliever in the eighth, a reliever in the ninth that can get strikeouts. And that's obviously uh, what Double A has been looking for 13.4 Ks per nine for Pierce Johnson. Uh, he does have the six ERA, but, you know, Bo, when you go back and look at what his seasons have been in previous years, the 20 and 21 campaigns, this guy had a 3.09. Uh, in about 80 innings. So he is definitely a guy that has the talent to do this. And Anthopoulos kind of mentioned the fact that, look, we 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 trust our scouting and development department to to look at these guys and know what we have. And so, look, get him in, coach him up, uh, see what you got, and hopefully he's a guy that can help you get those tough outs down the stretch. Well, you just go look at um, his road ERA. His road ERA is only four. And I know they say only, and that's some people that's a, that's a lot, but you got to look at the, the the amount of innings that he's pitched or hasn't pitched on the road. This guy did have 13 saves. The strikeout rate that you mentioned, the, AA said it. We needed to add some swing and miss to our bullpen. That's what you've done. Remember, you've never really replaced Tyler Matzik, who was so dominant at 21. You hope that he can bring some of that stuff, some of that swing or miss, because when you don't, when you can't give up runs, like that moment in game, I believe it was game six against the Dodgers where he came in, when Luke Jackson went low to the bases, and Matzik literally, what, he strikes out the side or he pops a guy for something, he, and he's one of the most miraculous, magnificent examples Incredible. of pitching I've yeah, ever seen in the postseason. The, the clutch that it had. I'm not saying this guy's going to be that, but I can guarantee most of you guys out there didn't know that Tyler Matzik was going to do that in 2021. So let's give it a chance. Let's give it a chance. Because uh, you don't know what these guys can do in the right situation, Mike, being used differently than he's been used this year because he's been used a lot more as the guy in Colorado because of what happened with their team, how bad they are, and with Daniel Bard's uh, starting the season on IL. Yeah. Taylor Hearn, much in the same way, uh, in the same breath, he's a long left-handed reliever. Um, and Lucas Lutke, obviously DFA'd, had an 849 ERA. And that's what happens. You don't – and AA said this, we don't have that left-handed guy that has options. So, Hearn is going to join him uh, in Boston, but you can look for him to probably have a couple of, you know, have a couple of outings and possibly get sent down because he has options. So, when A.J. Mentor is ready to come back, you'll probably see a guy like Taylor Hearn sit down. I mean – 
He's a guy who also has 26 career starts, so he can give you those long relief options when you have a left-handed, uh, friendly lineup that you're facing. So You need that right now without Chavez, without Dylan Lee. Like You don't have guys that can do some of that. Remember, we're this – you know, Dazebel Hernandez comes up and strikes out three in his first uh, around a walk, and you're sitting here and you're like, "Well, that was only one outing, though. We don't know 100 percent what he can do." AJ Smith Shaver was a guy that I would have told you in May. That's a guy I want my, that'll be used at in my bullpen because he's a hard throwing guy who's blowing people away with his stuff. But right now, he has no command. So you've got to get these moves just in case and. and not every move is always going to be, you know, um, going to be Jorge Soler or Eddie Rosario or Jock Peterson from 21. But I can tell you that when those moves were made, a lot of people were poo-pooing on them, just like people were saying. Well, they, they, they just... <laughs> what? Is that what they were doing? Poo-pooing? Yeah. Well, you know, the word I want to say, Mike Conti, Rick Caffey, and the FCC would not appreciate. You couldn't smell the poo yeah. on you? Uh, but like you're saying, just wait and see. And that's pretty much what Anthopolis said on the call. He said, you just don't know what's going to happen. And you just don't know what needs you're going to have, what injury you're, injuries you're going to have. You can't take anything for granted uh, at this time, at any time. Well, you know who you should never take for granted? Me. So let's talk about me and my life. Well, All Mexican right. sausage is good for everybody. It's time for a look back into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. And by the Georgia Hemp Company. You have a good time down in Cancun, did you? That's right, baby. We are double sponsored. My friends at the Breakfast Sauce and their newest edition, the Breakfast Sauce 2, which is just as good, if not maybe better, and the OG breakfast sauce, and don't forget the W sauce. Um, you can get it at uh, go to the WSauce.com, find a retailer near you, or any of the fine locations is that, including Ingles, Ace Hardware, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Also, my friends at Georgia Ham Company, GeorgiaHamCompany.com. Use the code SquidBully10 for 10% off your order of Georgia's finest CBD today. Um, why are you guys laughing? Why are you laughing? What's so funny? No, no, we weren't just, laughing the, anymore. The, dry, like, the, the Mexican sausage thing. Dude. Yeah. I mean, that was said before I went to Cancun. Poo-pooing. Yeah. That's how you said it. Just like poo-pooing. poo-pooing. Well, yeah. I wanted to say. You couldn't smell the poo yeah. on you? You're a walking <laughs> drop. Man. I <laughs> wanted. Well, you know what? <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. It's a tough. It's <laughs> tough. <No>. Boom. <laughs> oh, can, can I speak or you want virtual? You just want virtual squid to host this segment? We could do that. I we mean, don't, we don't need any AI. I have enough drops for AI squid. squid. <laughs> I'm just saying, we could do that. Um, I, 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 I found myself looking at uh, some stuff on Larry Brown Sports and For the Win, and I got over to um, top five NFL alternate helmets. And I'm going to start it. First off, I'm a little disappointed that Pat the Patriot and the Tampa Bay Creamsicle Buccaneer helmet came in barely in the top ten. But then at five, the Cowboys alternate helmet, the white one with the star, came in at number five. You guys say yay or nay on that one. I love that helmet, dude. Uh, yeah. I absolutely love that helmet. That's a great helmet. Yeah, I like the throwback Cowboys jerseys with the stars. Up. At yep. number four, probably the worst of all of them, is the black Carolina Panthers helmet. Uh, 
I didn't hate it. I know people have strong feelings about it. When you go, when 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 your helmet, when you do this all black thing and it's not normal for you, like they, they did with this, it just it looks very um, college, like you know, low yeah. tier. Yeah, I, yeah, that one's not. That was not my favorite. It's, it, I agree with you. When you have the matte black look and colleges do those one-offs and it's like a recruiting tactic in the NFL, you're like, why do you need to do that? Do you really need jersey sales that bad or helmet sales? You know, just it's all good. Anyhow. All right, number three. I actually do love this one. The white Bengals helmet with the black stripes. I think that helmet looks tight. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, right. that one's very, very solid. Um, and by the way, a lot of these helmets, these throwback helmets or alternate helmets have a lot to do with what jersey you're wearing. You know what I mean? It, it has a lot to do with what's under it. But, yeah, the all-white everything's, uh, you know. The, yeah, those dude, are some, those, those those are some yeah. of my favorites. From those the are very, very solid as well. Number two, the Giants. The Phil Sims, the Lawrence Taylor Giants helmets. Your dad, did your dad a part? Was, was, was your dad? Uh, yeah, he was there the, with Dan Reeves. And, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, Coach Del T in his last wow. year. Wow. Yeah. yeah, remember those helmets? Yeah, oh yeah. Those are number two, and That's number some of the gear I want to find in the basement. But yeah. All that stuff is gone. That now. would be so. That sad. old school Giants gear is pretty cool. Do yeah. you guys want to pick? You guys have a choice for who you would put number one? It's definitely the Falcons. I don't know who they have, but I'm just telling you that's the number one. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the creamsicle, but the Falcons are yeah. If, if that's the direction, I think that it's going. Tell I'll, me, I it's definitely the red, will agree the red with that. Falcons. I will agree with that. It is the Red Falcons yeah. helmet. The red throwback that they've worn with the gold, stri- the gold stripe, Boom, white, black. I say britches. Yeah. And then, well, they have the white britches. I was waiting for you. There's nothing better, man. I'm just telling you, that's the best look in it the is. NFL. That's the best look in the NFL. Don't at me. If only it was permanent. You said you were. <laughs> All right. Stay with us here on the show to find out if you are caller number nine. I'm dropping that number right now to win those four tickets to see the Goo Goo Dolls on Sunday. July 30th at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. If you don't win or you're not and you're not caller number nine, you can get your tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. But call us now at 404-726-0929 to try to be caller number nine and win those Goo Goo Dolls tickets. Well, up next, it's a big night for Atlanta United. They will see Messi down in Miami. We will have our Jason Longshore who is our color analyst for the Atlanta United and host of Atlanta Soccer Tonight on this station. He joins the show on the other side. That's next here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Mornings on the Game means more of the Morning Shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. And we are going straight to the WadeFord.com hotline where we find Atlanta United color analyst for 929 The Game, as well as host of Atlanta Soccer Tonight on this station, Jason Longshore. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. What's up, everybody? We're doing good. We're doing good. I know you got to be doing good because you're in Miami, right? Uh, well, you would think since we're playing Inner <laughs> Miami, uh, we're actually in Fort Lauderdale. So Fort a little Lauderdale, different, yes. but still very cool. Uh, don't, uh, man, flying into Miami has always been a nightmare. Just flying to Fort Lauderdale. That's another story for another time. Uh, you're going to get to see Messi tonight. And that is, I, I, I can't even really put into words. Uh, what are, what are you feeling right now? 
It's crazy. I mean, I got hooked on this game in 86 with the World Cup in Argentina and Diego Maradona. So Messi is the next great Argentine player. And this past World Cup was quite the emotional ride watching him get his first World Cup. So to have an opportunity as somebody who fell in love with the game because of Argentina to see maybe the greatest Argentine player of all time, maybe the greatest player of all time, and be in the building and call a game involving him. It's crazy. Um, but it's also a game that Atlanta United needs to get a result in against Miami in this format, this League's Cup format, where you have two games in the group stage. It's almost like two miniature finals that you've got to get something out of to get to the knockout round. So all the hype and, and headlines and all of it, it's, it's a big deal. And maybe it'll hit me a little bit more after. But the game itself is a big one, and there's so many different little subplots within that. Well, Jason, I got a serious question for you. Um, you going to go see Barbie or Oppenheimer? Which one? <laughs> Man, I have not had time to see either one of these things here lately. Uh, I will go to Oppenheimer when I get the chance. Uh, now, in all seriousness, um, what do you make of, of, of this story coming out with Messi and not, not playing on anything but grass and kind of this – this rumor that he's refused to play on any kind of turf. Well, it's a rumor at this stage um, because he hasn't come out and said anything like that. And I'm really curious to see where this goes. I mean, Messi's a guy who, and Tata Martino kind of uh, talked about it a little bit yesterday. There's a good chance that Messi starts tonight. And when he starts, he typically plays 90 minutes. He doesn't like to be subbed out of games. He doesn't like to miss games. He doesn't like to, to miss due to injury. He doesn't like to miss games for anything. He's a competitor. And I just, I'd be surprised if he didn't play on turf. Um, he's not somebody who's had injuries. Like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Zlatan's a, a prima donna, and we all know that. But Zlatan had a series of bad knee injuries. So at least I can somewhat understand him avoiding turf. Messi's never had any major injuries like that. So until he says it, I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt there. And it's funny. I was just reading on the, the flight down just to try to get caught up on a little bit of his backstory and remind myself of some of the little things. When he played his, I don't know, like trial game at Barcelona when he was a kid and went there to try to earn a contract at 13, the game that he played that was the final determining game was actually on artificial turf. So that kind of struck me as funny when I was when I keep hearing about this right now, about him refusing to play on turf. He hasn't said anything directly, and until he does, I'd say hold on a little bit. Well, Jason, let's talk about uh, tonight's game as far as Messi goes. And there's listen, there's nobody better to talk X's and O's with you as far as a uh, soccer game goes. And look, Atlanta United has had some some difficulties on the back end defensively uh, throughout the season. Obviously, changing that kind of lineup and going to three back defenders uh, a few weeks back. I mean, it, I, this sounds like a crazy question, but what can you even do to try to neutralize uh, this Miami team and their attack? Because obviously, you're going to see quite the high flying offense from Miami. Yeah, I think it's twofold with Miami because it's easy with all the hype about Messi to forget about Sergio Busquets in this group as well. One of the best holding midfielders to ever play the game and just so incredible on the ball and has a great connection with Messi. So you've got to prevent those two. I don't think you're going to shut them down. I don't think you're going to keep them from doing anything. 
but you have to limit their options. You have to take away their passing options. You have to try to box them in. And when you get into the attacking half, I, I think you really want to start funneling things wide. And that's going to be the key for Atlanta tonight when they don't have the ball. The biggest key for Atlanta United tonight is to have the ball. And, and that's the thing is when you look at this Miami team, Messi at his age, Joseph Martinez with the knee issues he's had, he's not much of a defender at this point. Sergio Busquets, not a defender. He's a, a midfielder you want on the ball. They might have Jordi Alba play tonight. That's another 34-year-old plus guy that not the best on the defensive side at the stage of his career. He can get forward really well from the fullback position. If you have the ball and you make those guys have to defend, you're in a much better position than trying to defend them, if that makes sense. Like, I, I think the number that, that is the key one for me in this game, Atlanta United needs to have 55% or more of the ball. If they dominate possession, it's going to be a lot harder for Miami to do what they want to do, and they're going to then get antsy and want to start chasing to get the ball back, and you're going to have a lot of space to attack into. Jason, obviously a lot to talk about as far as tonight's game goes, but I do want to get to this news that kind of came out yesterday um, in the AJC reporting that the that Atlanta is the favorites to land the U.S. soccer headquarters. I think that's so intriguing for a number of reasons, but in your mind, what qualities does our city have that uh, the U.S. soccer headquarters could be looking for? I, I think it's a no-brainer because of the airport. Honestly, when you start looking at just the logistics of Having a national team training camp, if we're talking the men's team or the women's team or youth national teams, you can get in and out of Atlanta really, really easily compared to Cary, North Carolina or some other places. That's going to be a key. You know, where they put it in Atlanta, that's a big question. You know, you're going to need a good bit of land if we're talking about 14 fields and headquarters and all the tra indoor training facilities and all that. But just the ease of getting in and out. And when you're talking about a, a national team training camp that might have players coming from 10, 12 different countries, let alone different parts of, of this country, that's a lot of logistics that would be a lot easier in Atlanta. And then the byproduct for, for us is you would actually get men's national team games in Atlanta, I would think. You'd get more women's national team games. You'd get those youth national team games in Atlanta. The men haven't played a game that the Federation scheduled in Atlanta since 1977, which is crazy. They played the Gold Cup semifinals at the Georgia Dome, but that was CONCACAF scheduling that. We need to get more of those national team games in, and if the headquarters and the training facilities in Atlanta, that's going to happen. Jason, thank you for the insight. Enjoy tonight, and hopefully you get to enjoy an Atlanta United win as well. Uh, it will be much better if we come out of here with three points tonight and then get Cruz Azul on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. That was our Jason Longshore, Atlanta United, color analyst for 92.9 The Game and host of Atlanta Soccer Tonight on 92.9 The Game. Jason, we appreciate the time. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. You do. All right. Well, when we come back, we will have our buddy Steak join us. But first, I want to announce the winner of those four Goo Goo Dolls tickets. To see them Sunday, July 30th at Cadence Bake Amphitheater at Chastain Park. And that is James out of Jasper, Georgia. So congratulations to you, James, from Jasper. You have won those four Goo Goo Dolls tickets. You can still get your tickets, though, on sale now at LiveNation.com. But congrats to James for being our caller number nine. This is the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.
here on the morning shift. And I was means... I was asking an important question. <laughs> Most he important was. question of my day: Where are you having lunch? I'm going to lunch. I was named. The... I haven't yeah. had a lot of nice. I have had a lot of nice things said about me. I guess over the years, but the nicest was Mike Bell twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. Said Steak Shapiro is the best lunch guy in the business. I mean. That's How can you ask for more than that? Pretty high praise, man. That's really high. <laughs> pretty high praise. That's lunch that guy. That's very high praise. I don't know if that's like I'm, I'm, I'm entertaining for lunch or I pick a good lunch spot. Probably pick a good lunch. I mean, maybe it's a combination of both. Yeah. You're the best lunch guy. In the, Bo Box said that about me, too. Now, that officially is the only nice thing he says about <laughs> me. But anyways, uh, sorry to cut you off. Is it, does no, it, is she, she just screams first watch, and I feel like I scream Goldbergs. You know what I mean? Like, we had this I've conversation a couple go, weeks ago. I literally will. I'm not a food like, snob. I'll eat anywhere. First watch is but, solid. Are you on the one in Shambly? Um, no, probably going closer to the uh, Vinings or Smyrna. Okay. I got a yeah. great spot. If I could be bougie for my lunch recommendation. Yeah, go ahead. Dude, Chops Lunch. You go get that steak yeah, salad at Chops and the burger. The like, chop, it's relatively chop, affordable and it's chop delicious. Salad, every table has the same. They got the chopped salad and the filet, the petite filet deal. I mean, and it's what? Like around 30 bucks? Like, it's not like a $60 Drew, Drew Butler lunch. was at Marcel <laughs> last night, right? Does anything scream I like I'm a big dog salad. rather than going I'm to just saying. For lunch? He I'm a just fa- saying. He's got a famous family. He's a famous guy, Marcel's too. Of my, again, my, I've said it before, but it's my favorite. Well, so. you know what I say when I go into places like this? I work with Steak Shapiro. And then the red carpet just gets That's rolled right out. Go. Yeah, it's That's awesome. That's all I got to say? It's an ultimate hack. All right, Drew Butler's here. A lot planned today. Surprises and news and fun stuff coming up. All right, that's it for us on the morning shift. Steakhouse is next on Sports Radio 929 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.